0: It's Joe Marino and Kyle Krabs from the Draft Network with Chris Schubert floating around here on a Thursday episode of the podcast. We are brought to you by Bet Online. And look, as we tell you every day, football's over, but not basketball. That's in full steam for both pro and college hoops, and from all the latest odds, totals, and player performances. Bet online is the number one spot for all of your sports betting needs. Check them out. Head on over to the website. Use your mobile device to sign up today. You'll receive a fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code Believe to get started. And Kyle, as you know, not just basketball—they got hockey. No, boxing, it's not. No, it's not. UFC, even the Vegas even casino games. Those Vegas casino games. It's your number one online wagering destination, and Bet Online is where That's the game starts.
1: The game starts.
0: Yep. Happy Thursday, sir. It's
1: right. up. I'm pumped. I I don't know if you can tell, but I got a little I got a little pep in my step this morning. So, we're, yeah, what's the root
0: cause that we need to be made aware of? Did you get a good night's sleep or something? What's going on? No,
1: no, I got a terrible night's sleep. I, I was up with uh, the little miss from 11:30 to 2:30. She's just oh, gassy and thinks she hmm. cut in a tooth. She got some diaper rash. So, but that's not what the people Jeez. are here for. I'm excited no. because it's that time of year again for me where i get to celebrate being off-season champs and i can feel it <laughs> i know it's coming maybe be a lot of dollars spent and um i'm foolishly gonna allow myself to get into that that uh um, frame of mind so we're talking mm-hmm. free agency today here on draft dudes uh talking about the class to come and uh where the best that's right we're gonna start on the offensive side of the ball but we're uh we're going to look at the best players available at each position group. Joe, we're going to be looking at um, a potential big contract that you might be afraid of if you were a team that was signing a player. And then we're going to be talking about the most underrated player uh, in each position group as well, starting on the offensive side of the football.
0: Let's do it. Starting with quarterback, best player available in free agency, at quarterback. James, an Winston.
1: Ooh. It's James Winston. James Winston. Was yeah, very productive was last year when he was playing for the Saints, right? So mm-hmm. uh, I think he's I, – if I were him, I'd be signing another one-year deal. I would want a chance to play a full season and get healthy and then be back get in the Yeah, Yeah. Yes.
0: I agree with you. I think it's hard to go against that. Uh, we're going to do big contract that you're scared of.
1: I – I think with the price point we're talking about with Mitch, he does qualify as being <laughs> especially this year's quarterback group of guys we're expecting to get paid. I just I'm a little leery based on his past shortcomings and the hype that's surrounding that like he's gonna get paid like eighteen mil by somebody. I
0: that that's a good answer because you look at some of the other options, whether it's Marcus Mariota or, or Tyrod Taylor, Andy Dalton, like those guys aren't gonna get the big money, the guy that's going to get the bag out of these free agents is Mitch. And I have some optimism optimism for Mitch because you know Chicago wasn't a great scenario for him to unlock all of his potential, right? We talk about the context of the situation and how important coaching and players around him and offensive line and weapons are. Mitch had none of that in Chicago and still had some level of success. He rehabbed his image for a year in Buffalo. I do think he's in a good spot, but I do think he has a lot to prove. And so for a team that's going to hand out a big ch- chunk of change for him, I think that's that's a very safe answer uh, to to label the contract that you're most scared of. As far as most nope. underrated,
1: underrated. Can I say Blaine Gabbert?
0: You can say I mean, whatever you can say you want.
1: whatever I want, but I would I would float that name to you and see if you had that reaction as well.
0: It's fine. It's fine by me. Uh, my answer is one that you'll probably hate, but I'm going to go with Jacoby Brissett as my my most underrated. Um, I think you can get him for three, four, five million dollars. And I I just felt I, I appreciated his toughness last year. I really did. did. And, and I think as a as backup I. quarterback and it, you have to play three or four games, you can do a whole lot worse. And so for a guy that I think can be had for like one year, three million dollars or something like that, I think he's the most underrated in this class.
1: If Blaine goes back to Tampa and gets a chance to play, that's going to be my answer. Which is a reasonable chance of that happening. Reasonable outcome. Reasonable outcome, yeah. Uh, The running back position. Yeah. Joe, the best running back available in free agency is blank.
0: Cordero Patterson. I just love the ability to, to test, test the outside, the yards after catch, the kick return. For a guy that you're going to hand out you know, $8 million a season to, I think you can get a lot of value out of Cordero Patterson in a variety of ways.
1: Um, I think I'm going to go with a guy who actually had some really nice production this year after floating around in the abyss for three years, Rashad Penny from Seattle. I think as a former first round pick it's very clear that he's a talented player. Um he had nearly 750 rushing yards and six touchdowns in 10 games played this year. Uh not a lot of miles on his legs. I think there's some some forecast here where you push him forward and I'm comparing him against guys like Melvin Gordon and Leonard Fournette and Raheem Mostert right and like Penny I think is the one if you were going to get a volume back. I think he could be the one to do it. So, I'm going to go with Rashad Penny.
0: All right. Big contract that you're afraid of. If I say Marlon Mack, is that is that an acceptable answer? Do you think he's going to get a no, somewhat big uh, contract? Yeah,
1: yeah. No, I don't. Or, uh,
0: you're not accepting that answer? No, I'm not. Well, I, I'm going to go Gordon. with James Conner. Oh, Melvin Gordon's okay, go a ahead. good answer. Yeah, James, James Conner, I, I mean, obviously, when he's healthy, you love what he brings between the tackles, but. There's limitations to his skill set, and he's just always banged up. And so at this point in his career, I'd be staying
1: away. Uh, Melvin Gordon's Mm -hmm. current API, signed a two-year, $60 million deal. It's $8 million per season forecast. Hard pass. He split carries 50-50 with Javante last year, uh, 29 years old. I would be afraid of any kind of market for him that was greater than like three per season.
0: All right, so underrated underrated Yeah, underrated at running back. There's some guys here that pop for me. I'll go with J.D. McKissick, who I think you could probably sign like a two-year, $5 million deal. This guy's caught 125 passes over the last two seasons, and so I love the receiving ability, and he's a competitive runner, and so I think as a veteran that gives you some third-down value, I I I like him as an underrated option.
1: I'm going to go with um, Dante Foreman. Tennessee
0: he was one he was I think on he a took advantage list. of his
1: yep I think he took advantage of the opportunities the, that he had this past year I liked him coming out of Texas. um yeah. I just don't think that he's ever really latched into an environment until his stretch of play this year that allowed him to be the runner that he is and be really aggressive hitting holes and, and quickly getting downhill and I think at a, a team that likes to run downhill between the tackles he can be a very nice addition to a backfield
0: all right, you want to go wide receiver or tight end next?
1: Let's, you know what? Let's start conditioning the people to follow the flow of what our board is going to be on draft night and do tight ends next. Because right. we have quarterback, running back, tight end uh, as the next one so that we can split guys between the tight end group and the uh, fullback group if necessary for some of your H-back type players. So, best tight end available in free agency is Gronk. Blank. It's Gronk. It's Gronk. Yeah, probably. Should. Even at this point though. <laughs> yeah. He was productive
0: last year. Yes. He's the best tight end in the class. You know, that pains me to say it. He is.
1: This would have been a lot easier if all of them didn't get hit with the franchise tag. <laughs> right.
0: right. Schultz but and Gusecki and but they did. Joku. Um, yeah.
1: Yeah. I'll go with Gronk. I think he's still very valuable in line and playing as block or two. In addition to his passing game stuff. So, big contract you'd be afraid of. For me, <laughs> it's Evan Ingram. His durability's kind of been an issue there. Consistency's been an issue there. The other contracts that have been nullified with the franchise tag, I think everybody's eyes kind of go to Evan Ingram as the yeah. guy for an impact player in the passing game. And I think that's just, that market's going to get a little crazy for me. I'd be concerned.
0: Fully agree. That is my answer. Um, for most underrated, I got to go with O.J. Howard, man. Of, but I got to go with O.J. Howard, man. This guy's a special talent. Obviously, you know, things didn't really come together with Tampa Bay. He had some flashes, but, I mean, I think he was kind of in a tough situation with two other really good tight ends that were deserving of targets. He had the injury. You know, this guy has unreal potential, and he might be a player that's, you know, better on his next team.
1: I am going to go – with Minnesota tight end Tyler Conklin. Good choice. He this past season had 61 receptions for 593 yards and three touchdowns. Those were all comfortably career highs. Uh, they were comfortably greater than his previous three seasons all combined. Uh, he really took a nice step forward as a player this year. And Tyler Conklin is, I think, a guy who's probably not going to command more than five, six per. Uh, but I think can be a very valuable piece to a multi-tight end offense.
0: Okay, wide receiver. Best player.
1: Oh, man. Speaking of wish the franchise tag wasn't a thing. Um, Allen Robinson, right?
0: I'll go OBJ.
1: Okay, that's fun. I still
0: think he can ball, man. We saw it with the Rams, dude. He can still ball.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Just a question of, um, yeah. Oh, Hello, Chris.
2: Hello, um, Amari Cooper. Where did where do we put him in this list? Technically, not a free he's not agent. He'd so be we're...
1: first if he's cut. He's yeah. first. He's, okay. he's, yeah. yeah,
2: that's why I'm asking, Joseph. You're yeah.
1: not getting. You're not getting him, Chris. Relax.
0: Okay, so for everyone else <laughs> that is concerned, we we uh, both agree that Amari Cooper is the best wide receiver on the market to be at the market. I have OBJ. You have cut. Allen Robinson. Yes. All right, so the big contract that scares you, and I'll, I'll be happy to go first here. To me, it's Allen Robinson, Kyle. Um, I think that's you know, a fair just,
1: that's, that's a fair <laughs> answer.
0: He's gonna get paid, man, but like he like this past year was pretty disappointing with just how his overall approach was to it, yeah. and I don't feel like he was fully present. And he's just not a great separation guy, and so that's not gonna age well. So he be a, a buyer beware for me at, at receiver.
1: Tell me why he doesn't have a huge chance of being this year's Kenny Galladay.
0: Oh, a million percent. Absolutely. That's right. exactly the name in my right. head when I was talking about him.
1: Okay, so big name big name, or big-time contract that I would be afraid of. Um, just to not double down on Allen Robinson, I would acknowledge um, Will Fuller. Just the injuries are, are so constant there. And I don't know that he's gonna get a huge deal, but he did get one year 13 million. He had up to incentives worth 13 million last year. So I think he'll have a reasonable market. Underrated player.
0: Man, there's some names here that I like in the bargain bin. I'll go with Cedric Wilson from the Dallas Cowboys. He really stepped up for that team last year once they had, you know, Gallup went down. Can give you some ability in the slot, yards after catches there. Um, good athlete, he's competitive, he'll block for you, and um, he has good size as well. He's, you know, for a guy that has done most of his damage from the slot, he's like 6'2". So I, I think there's some untapped potential there with, with Cedric Wilson. I You know, if they let Amari Cooper go, I'm sure they're going to want to bring back Cedric Wilson.
1: Yeah, uh, you you would have to think both he and Michael Gallup are first-class tickets back to to Dallas yeah. if, if he leaves. Uh, how about... Um, Russell Gage from Atlanta. That's fair. Yeah. I know his production has been a little disproportionate because they just haven't had another guy and they lost Calvin Ridley for a majority of the year. So his, his production's a little inflated, but this was a dude who was a big time special teams guy when he first came into the league and has really carved out a, a reliable role for himself as a depth receiver who maybe not, might, might not be your number one or your number two. Um, but I think he can absolutely ball, and I think any team out there would be lucky to have him on their roster as in a depth position at the wide receiver spot.
0: Offensive line in general, we're we're, we're lumping it and all together
1: entirely. here. Yep, best player, best player, Taron Armstead, Toronto, right? Armstead, yeah, yes.
0: That dude's by the healthy. Way, he's one of the best Saints? tackles in the game.
1: Did you know that the Saints couldn't franchise tag him even if they wanted to because his contract voided on the last day like he's got 3 void years on the back end of his contract.
0: Oh. And they didn't
1: void they didn't void until the last day of the calendar year for 2021, which is like next Tuesday. So his years didn't void until after the franchise tag de- deadline passed.
0: Well, they have some work to do to become cap compliant that. before they even think about figuring out how to right. keep Armstead, so. Right. Uh the big contract and offensive line that scares you. I'll say Brandon Scherf. I mean, he's probably going to get paid north of $15 million a season. Oh, and God, just going. the injuries there, the injuries there have been a thing, you know. And and for Washington to seemingly be okay with him walking, you, you got to have questions about that, you know. Like, this is a high pick for them mm-hmm. that's been a, an important starter. And um, if they're willing to let him go out the building so that they can start Wes Schweitzer, I'd be a little bit leery about giving this guy a bunch of money.
1: That's a flag, right? Um, I'm going to do Tron Armstead for the same exact thought process that you've had. You know, durability's kind of been a thing the last couple of years that you have to be mindful of. And this is a guy who's probably going to get $22 million in that ballpark as far as an APY for him. So you get into that ballpark for a guy who's missing three, four, five games a season, that can be a hard pill to swallow. So uh, I would acknowledge Tron Armstead as my choice there.
0: All right, underrated.
1: This one's a little hard,
0: right? Because there's, I feel like the line, the, they're starters or they're not. <laughs> that's right. That's the way I look at it. The name that kind of pops to me, but I, this guy's going to get probably nine, ten million a season is Lakin Tomlinson, who is just quietly that's been a, a really solid player for the 49ers, and you know he's going to get a big, bu- you know, he'll probably sign like a three-year, forty million dollar deal or something like that.
1: How about um, Austin Corbett with the Rams? Yeah. I mean, he's been a, a been a prominent starter for them in each of the last two seasons, but you know, it wasn't that long ago when he first came into the league as a, I think he was a second round pick by Cleveland. Um, yeah. Like really struggled originally yeah. and has landed yeah. in that system and and been a, a solid starter. Like, I don't know what Corbett's going to get paid, but I'd put him probably in that same bucket as what you just put Laken Tomlinson in yeah
2: it's fair is something preventing you from achieving your goals what interferes with your happiness check out betterhelp.com slash draft dudes better help will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist you can connect in a safe and private online environment it's so convenient you can start communicating in under 48 hours it's not a crisis line it's not self-help it is professional counseling done securely online you'll get timely and thoughtful responses plus you can schedule a weekly video or phone sessions all without ever having to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed it's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available find the particular expertise you need online don't limit yourself to the counselors located near you anything you share is confidential it's convenient professional affordable and you can check out the testimonials posted daily on their site i want you to start living a happier life today and as a listener you'll get 10 off your first month by visiting our sponsor at betterhelp.com slash draft dudes join one over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health again that's betterhelp h-e-l-p.com
1: slash draft dudes defense defense flip it over christoph
0: what's the uh, first position because i don't i don't have the board memorized like maybe you do
1: uh, we can do interior defensive line.
0: Okay, best player at interior defensive line. I think it's BJ Hill from the Cincinnati Bengals. J.
1: Stout J. run Hill, defender.
0: Yeah, yeah, G- gives you some juice in the you know as a pass rusher. Obviously, these calling cards stopping the run. But if you're looking for an A-gap A gap defender, BJ Hill is a great choice.
1: Akeem Hicks is on okay. the free agent market.
0: It's close, man. These guys were close for me. No,
1: it's not. He's a better player. Come on. It's close. It's close. Akeem Hicks is a stud. Now, granted, he's 33, so that's the question, and he only played – he played less than 30% of the snaps last year. But I think B.J. Hicks just (laughs) –
0: Oh, Kyle, just looking for another reason to piss off the Bengals fans. Here it is.
1: Well, B.J. Hill's a a good player, but Akeem Hicks, like, at his peak – has been an impact. I agree. Starter in I both in, in both phases in both phases as both a run right. defender and a pass rusher. Give me B.J. So, Hill at what is that's he like twenty six? That's fine. Akeem Hicks, uh, a big contract on a that was
0: All right, big contract that would scare you. Mm-hmm.
1: Probably Damakansu at this point. I just wonder what I mean. His APY last year was nine, and he's thirty five years old. Like at some point, like father time comes for us all eventually. I would just be worried about the wall coming for him. So I'd say price.
0: Yeah, I I understand it. He's he's aged so well though. That's that's what makes him tough. Nobody's going to pay Sheldon Richardson, are they? Because that would be the one that scares me. If you're going to if you're going to sign him to like seven, $8 million a year, I think that's, that's a decision you should have made four years ago. Not right now. So. Right. All right. We got a load. Is it edge next Kyle edge?
1: Well, we got to do underrated player.
0: Oh, the underrated player. My bad. My yeah. bad. Man, look, I got to take, I'm going to take two around.
1: names here. I'm going to cheat and take two names. Okay. DJ Jones from San Francisco and Quentin Jefferson from the Vegas Raiders. I, those are I, I, really those are great choices. good, reliable, 50 60% of your snaps type your defensive line. So you can go um, either one
0: of them. And you man, there's so many good ones, dude. Uh, does Jerron Reed count as underrated? Still 29 that, years old?
1: Two, I was going to say two years ago, I don't think he would qualify, but now... All right, kind of went to Kansas City
0: and people now. are a little bit quiet on him, but he's still a really good player. Right and maybe you can get him at a bargain at 29, I think he might be underrated.
1: Okay, good. Let's do it. Edge? The edge. Best player?
0: Chandler Jones.
1: Chandler Jones. Or Von Miller. Yeah, I thought, about, I thought about saying Von Miller for a hot sec, and I was like, mm, no, I'm going to go Chandler. Yeah, I, I think it's Chandler Jones.
0: Um, big contract that would scare you. I will always Hassan and Reddit forever account. say Jadavion Clowney. Oh, that's a good answer. I would say J- Jadavion Clowney. Clowney's a good call, too. How many teams are going to move on from like this it. guy before we realize that, you know what, there's issues there? Right. He's going to wait until July. He's going to sign for one year, $10 million. going to play six <laughs> games. Like, Are we, are we going to keep doing this? So that's the big money I guy that scares me.
1: And Hassan, you know, he... He signed the one-year deal coming out of Arizona, yeah. played in Carolina this year. And he's just always going to be such a scheme-specific player. And if you sign him to be something that he's not, I'm just really scared of what that's, that's going to look like. And I think he's going to – he would really th- continue to thrive in a place in which he's your second or third best pass rusher. So, like, what is that value actually versus what you're paying for?
0: That's a good way to put it. Yes. Yep. Underrated, Underrated. edge. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Let's
0: see, I think I have a this good is answer hard. lined
1: up. This this is hard.
0: I got my answer. It's Whitney Merciless. Um, you know he he got cut this past year, but he went to Green Bay, signed like a one year one point million one million dollar deal, like mid season, and got hurt, tore his biceps, and like missed the rest of the season. But I mean, it wasn't that long ago. December twenty nineteen, he signed a four year fifty three million dollar deal with Houston. He played nineteen games under that extension and got cut. I mean, he's not that far removed from meaningful production in the NFL. He's 31 years old. I still think he's got two or three good seasons left in him. And so I think he can be had for a lot less than he signed for in 2019. And you can get good value if you're looking for a veteran pass rusher.
1: I'm going to go with al Muhammad from yeah, that's a good choice. You know he, he was a player coming out of Miami that like, we liked a little bit. I know he didn't test particularly well. He, he quietly played... 75% of the snaps last year for the Colts. Had six sacks. I think if you get him in your pass rush rotation, I like him best as a pass rush specialist because he's not an overly big, long, or physical guy. Um, but Muhammad w- was a player. It's kind of just been fun seeing his progression as a player to the point where it was last year when he played such a high percent of the snaps. And um, that's I- I'm going to stick with Al-Kadim Muhammad. Line- he linebacker and then secondary. Linebacker and then secondary. The e- the easiest thing
0: we're going to do with linebacker is the best player. It's Bobby Wagner.
1: Bobby Wagner.
0: Yeah, call him up. That's It.
1: I don't I mean, care that's, who you that's are. The
0: end of right. Call end of up. conversation. Bobby Wagner. Uh, big contract that you're scared of at linebacker. I'd be lying if I didn't have some concern about Devondre Campbell, who was unbelievable for Green Bay this year. But mm-hmm. that was like a that wasn't consistent with the rest of his career. And so like, he's probably going to parlay that season into big money and I'd let somebody else do that.
1: And I, I'm going to call out Leighton Vander former first round pick. Just the, the neck injury stuff with him has been pretty scary. So if you're signing him to a big deal with the expectation that he's going to resume his play as a, former like what he was his rookie season when he really exploded onto the scene because he's a former first round pick i think your expectations might not be in line with who he is anymore as a player even though the fact he's only 26 years old
0: under underrated i'll go with uh atlanta falcons linebacker foyer Olakun. um i think he's really developed as a football player and then this past year just wasn't a great scheme fit for him and and you know, I, I don't I didn't love him in, in that Dean P style of defense, and, and so I think there's going to be a better opportunity where somebody might be able to sign him for a reasonable deal and get a really good pursuit style linebacker that has some upside in coverage.
1: My answer is going to be a player that everybody knows, or at least you should know, um, but I think is somebody who certainly deserves to be paid uh, amidst the upper tier of linebackers based off of his not this year because he missed time this year. Alexander Johnson from Denver. Um, I don't think we talk about how good he was in 2020 enough. And this is a big physical dude who I would sign to play in the heart of my defense. He's 31 years old, so maybe that tempers down on his his market value as far as the length of the contract. But um, he only played 30% of the snaps last year, so a little bit of out of sight, out of mind but he's certainly up there for me as far as best available linebackers, period.
0: Secondary best player, JC Jackson, Marcus Williams.
1: Yes. Two good. Answers, no, it's JC. It's, it's JC.
0: Okay. All right. Go with he's the corner and the safety.
1: A lot of picks. He's got a crazy amount of ball production. He can play on an Island. Um, his passer rating allowed against for his career through four seasons is like 45.7. So he's he's been crazy good for New England. And the fact that I'm fascinated that they're letting him walk, and that makes me think New England has their eyes on a corner, uh, in a deep corner class <laughs> yeah. to step into yeah. that role.
0: Big contract that scares you. I will pick a player that I like in Levi Wallace because I think he's probably – I mean, he's been a three and a half year starter on a really good pass defense and, and played well. But I think he's one mm-hmm. of those guys that's most valuable to the Bills. And I think, with you know, when you get to play CB2 opposite of Trey White with those safeties and those linebackers and that slot corner and Taryn Johnson, you're in a pretty good spot to just stay leveraged and not give up much. And so I worry about Levi Wallace going somewhere else and getting paid like nine, $10 million a season and um, him not being able to kind of blend in with the defense like he did in
1: Buffalo. My thought process here is tied strictly to father time, but Pat Pete, um, yeah, 32 years old, had a good enough season in Minnesota this past year, but just kind of worried about, you know, if he's going to continue to haul in that eight to $10 million per year range, I think that might be a little rich for me based on how, how experienced he is as a player at this point.
0: Last one is most underrated in the secondary. I am going Sydney Jones. Um, you know, A lot of hype with him as a prospect, got injured during the pre-draft process, second-round pick of the Eagles, had some injuries early on, gained playing time. He goes to Jacksonville, gets a little more playing time, and then he became a starter this past year with Seattle. He was actually traded to Seattle, and in week four, he became a starter, and he played really well in zone and man. He tackles, and and he is a player that I think is – looking for that next chance to continue showcasing himself to leverage it into a big payday. And I think Sidney Jones would be an an amazing signing for anybody that's looking for a value contract at corner.
1: I'm going to shout out um, Darius Williams, the corner from the Rams. Uh, He had a little bit of a step back this year as far as the production yielded against him, but, over the course of the last two seasons, he's been a full-time starter for the Rams, and he's logged six interceptions and 23 passes defensed over those two years, playing 80% of the defensive snaps. Um, this is a It's a really fun player. You know, He came into the league as an, an undrafted free agent out of UAB and spent his first two years on special teams and then became a starter in 2020 and has really developed into a nice player. And I think for teams that need a starting corner, Um, whether you want to play him inside or outside, because he's not the biggest guy, but he's pretty dense. Um, Darius Williams is a name who I think is flying under the radar a little bit. So I'd shout him out. Good
0: choice. Good choice.
1: Thank you. That's it. We're done. We did the gauntlet, which means it's time for us to bounce. We've got takes on takes tomorrow, which we're very much looking forward to. Uh, We uh, look forward to hearing from you with all your hot takes. Please submit them to at shoe radio with the hashtag takes on takes, or if you're telling on somebody else with tattle takes, Chris will sort through the chaos and make sure we have the best ones prepped. Thank you guys for listening. We thank our friends at Bet online for their continued support of the podcast. Kyle Krabs, Joe Marino, Chris Schubert, draft dudes, make it a good one. Cheers. We'll talk with you guys again tomorrow.